I'm Jennifer Lackey, and my passion is helping small shop owners grow their business online using the powerful tools of social media. And I want to welcome you to the Small Shop Newsroom. Each week, I'll be your guide in navigating the social updates you need to know when it comes to social media, boutique ownership, and well, just running your business. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Small Shop Newsroom. On this episode, I'm going to be talking about the number one question I get asked inside my Facebook group of over 20,000 boutique owners. And that group, by the way, it's completely free to join. If you haven't joined already, check out the show notes below so you can be a part of that group. But back to the question that I get asked all the time, and that is, what steps can you take today to see more engagement on social media? So to get more engagement, you first have to understand how the algorithm works. So let's chat about the Facebook algorithm. The algorithm is what decides which posts people see when they log into their Facebook. This is unique to every single user. So what you see in your feed may be different than, let's say, what your mom sees. The algorithm looks at every post and it scores it and then rearranges it in your feed based on your interest. So for example, my account. I may log in and I interact with my best friend Whitney all the time. I like all her posts and all her comments. So if she's made a new post, nine times out of 10, Whitney's posts are going to be at the very top of my Facebook feed. I could also scroll down. I'm probably going to see my Facebook group posts in there because I really hang out there a lot. Um, I might even see some ads for beauty products because I like to purchase a lot of that. I'm going to see what's unique to me. And then let's say someone like my mom's Facebook. She's really into horses. She boards her horses. She has lots of barn friends. So she may see her barn friends posting pictures of their horses at the top of her feed, along with maybe ads to horse products, um, quotes about horses, that sort of thing. That's what her feed is going to look like. It looks completely different than what mine looks like, but it's based on our interests. And that's what makes Facebook so great is that it's so hyper-focused on you and what you like. So it keeps you on their platform. That's why they're so successful. And so if everybody's feed is super unique, then how do we like really get into this with bringing customers into our page to purchase our products? So it gets a little complicated, but I did want to go into just some points about how we could make this work for you and just some back end of the algorithm, like some insights. So first of all, Customers are more likely to see your post based on the times that they interact with your post. So like I said with Whitney, I like and comment on all of Whitney's posts pretty much. So she's going to be at the top of my feed. But if I was liking and commenting on all your boutique posts, then your posts, your boutique posts are going to be at the top of my feed. So how can you get your customers to engage with you more, more commenting, more liking, because that's telling Facebook they like to see your stuff. So you need to make sure you're posting things that are asking for people to comment. So if we dive into this a little bit deeper, a lot of boutiques that I see are posting just a picture of their items for sale with a link. And it maybe says like, check out this cute item in sizes small through large, um, $19. We have blue and red available. And here's the link to purchase. So what about that post makes me want to comment? Not much. I mean, if I think it's cute, I might say, oh, this is cute. But if you really look look at it from your point of view, when you're scheduling your posts or making your posts, think about would I comment on this? Like you personally, would you comment on your own posts? And if your answer is no, then you need to rewrite it. And you need to be asking 
questions even in those sales posts. So to reformat it, you could even put something like, would you wear this to date night? on a, Or would you wear this on a blind date? Would you wear this tonight? Whatever you want to put. Get unique. Get creative. Um, if you're not very creative when it comes up to thinking about those kind of engaging questions, that's what Small Shop Social is all about. Our membership for boutique owners. So if you haven't checked that out, be sure you do at instantbossclub.com. But you can get creative with those. But make sure there's something that your customer wants to comment and like. When your customer's friends comment on your post, your customer is more likely to see it. So if Whitney, for example, let's just go go back on to my best friend, if she were to really engage with your boutique post, then I'm probably going to see it in my feed because since I interact with Whitney so much, me and her, that's telling Facebook that I probably want to see what Whitney's posting or liking. And so it may show me that Whitney has commented on your group post, but I have to be in your group in order to see that because if you have a private group, obviously I can't see what Whitney's doing in a private group. So I got to be in that group. So how do we think of unique ways to get your customers, number one, to invite their friends to your group, but number two, be tagging them on your posts because the more times that they're tagging their friends on the post, the more times their friends are liking their posts, which is then showing you your, your posts on their feed. Um, so it's like this big circle. Your Their friend comments on your post, on your boutique post. They see it because their friend commented on it. They comment on it. Maybe one of their other friends sees it. Then another friend comments on their other friend sees it. It becomes this big circle of engagement. <clears throat> and it's something you really want to do. So you want a lot of friend groups within your groups as well. Because this also helps you. So how do you get unique and creative ideas to come up with how to get these friends in there? Um, So there's lots of different things you could do. Obviously, you could do giveaways. You could encourage them to tag a friend. Um, But get creative and sit down and really think about how, like, what would I do yourself? How would you, like, what kind of post would get me to tag my friend? And maybe think of it that way. Um, So another thing I wanted to point out is it's very, very important to understand your insights and post at those engaging times. If you are listening to somebody that's saying, okay, from 9 to 10 on Facebook, that's the most engaging time on Facebook, so that's when you should be posting. Ain't wrong. Everybody's insights are different because let's say my customer is a mom. And her time to really hang out and check out my group is drop-off times in the morning from 8 to 9 in the morning or when she's picking up her kid from school. So Monday through Friday, uh, from 3 to 4. That's when she's checking out my group. So my insights might be different than somebody else whose customer base is a teenager. And maybe their engaging times are late at night, 9 to 10 at night when they're scrolling Facebook in bed. Um, So it just depends on your customer base. So don't listen to those outside social media experts that might be telling you, oh, well, Facebook's always engaged at this time. It's very, very unique to each and every account. So you need to go look at your insights for your boutique and your Facebook group or your Facebook page and see when are those engaging times. And that's when you need to start ramping up your posting. So let's say your engaged times are from eight to nine. Maybe from eight to nine, you make five posts. I know that might sound crazy, but that's when your people are there. That's when they're looking. So add those new posts then. And I do want to point out too, that with insights, how this works is it's just tracking what you're posting. 
So let's say you post every single day at 9 a.m. and every single day at 3 p.m., but that's the only times you post. That's the only way Facebook's going to be able to track winner engaging times because it's tracking how many times people are commenting and liking on stuff. So it's going to look like your most engaged times are 9 and 3 o'clock because that's when you're posting and that's when comments and likes are happening. So in order to really get those insights correct, you need to, I would suggest even for a week doing this, um, posting every hour on the hour. So 9, 10, 11, 12, you know, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, so on and so on. Once every hour on the hour and seeing then after a week of posting every single day, every single hour, what are your most engaged times? That's really going to be when you can dive into your insights. And then from there, don't feel like you have to post every hour on the hour. Although I do see this being good for some boutique owners. I know it can also get draining. So I, you know, don't suggest you do it all the time, but you can dive into when those really important times are and maybe double up on posting during those times because that's when your customer is there. So that's how you get really smart with your insights and posting at those engaging times. The algorithm favors posts that are getting lots of engagement. And then it pushes those posts to other users because Facebook wants you to hang out on Facebook. They want you to spend more time on this app that they created. Um, So if your posts are keeping people on Facebook, they're going to get pushed more in the algorithm. So you really need to understand how to craft engaging content that drives comments and drives likes. If you're maybe not one of those creative people that really can think about those things, of course, remember Small Shop Social is here to help. And again, you can check that out at instantbossclub.com. That's where we sit down, me and my team, and we think of what those engaging things can be so you don't have to think of them yourself. And so I did this, I did some research. And I found some interesting stats that I want to share with you. And it says that basic status posts and photo posts without links are the best to post. So I got this information from hootsuite.com. And I'm just going to read you out the percentages based on what the posts are. So this says, uh, based on 2022, Facebook posts engagement benchmarks. So 0.07% of your audience will see all post types. 0.11% will see photo posts. 0.08% will see your video post. 0.03% will see your link post. And 0.13% will see status posts. So what does this mean? Like, how can we obviously make this work for us? Because that's the point of this, right? So if you heard... 0.03% of people will see your posts if you have a link in your caption. Uh, If this isn't making alarms go off in your head, then hopefully you already got this right. But I see a lot of boutique owners, and I mean a lot of boutique owners, posting their products with the link in the caption. So what I suggest, because if we're looking at these stats, and it says 0.11% are photo posts that people see, and 0.13% are status posts, we need to be focusing on that area. So for example, if you still want to post a picture of your, uh, like say a top for sale, instead of putting the link in the caption, you could put something like, would you wear this to date night? And have them comment below, yes, I would, no, I wouldn't, yes, I would, whatever. 
and then respond to their comment with the information to buy the product. Yes, is this more work? Absolutely, absolutely more work. But are you gonna get more engagement? Yes, so you might wanna weigh those options. If you don't have the time, maybe you hire a virtual assistant to take that over. Um, but if I had a boutique, that's what I'd be doing. I'd be focused on leaving the link off the caption and focusing on asking engaging questions. And again, that's something Small Shop Social provides you um, if you can't think of them yourself. But let's go back to the number one highest amount of thing, percentage being seen in the feed, and that is status posts. So how could we get creative with posting just a status post? And if you don't understand what a status post is, that means it's just text, no picture, no uh, link, that's it, just words. So how could we get creative with that? Well, you could say something like, comment below if you wanna see the products from our live sale, um, and then have people say me, 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 or whatever it is, and you respond with the link to your live so they can see it. Or um, we just posted, a $5 t-shirt for sale, who wants to see it? And me, 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 people comment on it and you reply with the comment to the link to purchase it. Um, so get creative with using those status posts. And again, even using engaging posts. Um, so asking engaging questions uh, through statuses is important because again, people are commenting and they're liking. So Facebook groups in particular, if you use them correctly, they have the potential to explode your business growth. So I wanna go over some of the basics of setting your group up for success, because this is very, very important to your business. So we're gonna be going over group questions, setting up your schedule, encouraging group growth, and testing, testing, testing. So first I wanna jump into group questions. So this is only available with a private group. If you have a public group, I would suggest, you know, thinking about switching to a private group. You're going to keep those, you know, lurkers out of there, those creeper guys, whatever it is, people commenting on your posts that you didn't want there. Um, that's what you're going to get with a private group. And what I want to suggest is asking group questions. So when somebody joins a private group, you have three questions you can ask them that they have to answer and then you can approve them in the group and you see the answers that they put in. So I always ask for number one, their phone number and number two, their email address. So you can have extra ways to increase your engagement. You're not just relying on just your Facebook group. You could then send an email out and say, hey, these posts are really hot in our Facebook group right now, go check them out. Or um, text people and say, hey, we're having a giveaway inside of our group right now, go check it out. Um, ways to get people back inside your Facebook group, back commenting, back engaging. Um, and you can do this manually by asking those questions and then copying those emails, copying those numbers and moving them into like a Google Sheet or your email provider. Or you could use something like group funnels, which is personally what I use. Um, so every time you're on a desktop and you approve a post or approve a member to your group, it's automatically going to save all their group answers into a Google document. You can then connect that Google document to your email provider, to your tech service, and that stuff gets automatically added in. You can even go a step further for all you tech savvy people um, and connect um, 
those lists to an automated message. So the minute someone gets approved in your group, boom, gets sent to the Google Doc, then boom, gets sent to your email provider, and then boom, they get a welcome message that says, hey, welcome to the Facebook group. I saw you joined. I wanted to introduce myself. My name is Jennifer. La, 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 whatever. Whatever you wanted to say, a welcome message. You can even take that into, you know, join the group, goes into the Google document, goes into Google, uh, goes into your email or text provider, then they get a text. Hey, saw you joined our group, wanted to say hi. Let me know if you have any questions, whatever you wanted to say. But they're getting that instantly as they join the group, which is kind of fun. Um, So what are some ways we can encourage group growth? Because if you have a Facebook group with like your mom and you in it, how are we gonna grow your group? So I wanted to come up with just a, a few ideas to help you in that arena if you're newer or you're wanting to grow your group. So a few ideas. You can connect your group to your page and then invite your page likers, people who have liked your page, to join your group. So if you already have a Facebook page, it's got a lot of likes on it, you're going to want to connect it to your group. So that way you can invite all those people that have already liked your page into your group. You can also encourage your current members to invite their friends to the group, where we talked about how important friends are, and give them a percentage off of items the more people they invite or just get creative with ways to get them to encourage them to invite their friends. You could make sure your link to your group is everywhere. And I'm talking everywhere. It's on your website as a pop-up. It's in your email campaigns. It's in your link in your bio on Instagram and TikTok. It's everywhere. I would even suggest making a TikTok just talking about your group and why it's what they get from joining your group. But you have to give them a reason to join your group. Am I just joining another boutique group so I can see your products? Or am I joining there because that's where you post your products first? So if I want to be the first to jump on it before it sells out, I need to be in your group. Or what about special discounts for VIP group only? Um, You know, what what is it? What is going to get people excited to be in that group in the first place? And I do want to note too, there's a lot more we can dive into. And I mean a lot more um, nitty gritty we can get into Facebook engagement and that sort of thing. And I do another lesson. It's inside of our Instant Boss community app. It's completely free. And I'm going to be talking about the Reels technique. R-E-A-L-S technique. No, I'm not talking about making Instagram Reels or Facebook Reels. I'm talking about that technique for getting more engagement on Um, Facebook. So I talk about that. It's under Boutique TV inside of our Instant Boss Community app, which you can find on Apple or Google. So now I want to go into scheduling and why scheduling is important. And scheduling within Facebook does not lower your reach. That's like one of the biggest myths out there. So do not let that myth get in the way of you scheduling. Because what's lowering your reach with scheduling, what these people are seeing is that they're scheduling their posts and they're just disappearing. They're saying, okay, I, I scheduled my posts. I'm going out to the lake with my family. Well, that's cool and all, but now your customers are commenting and who's there to respond? There's no response happening. There's no, um, there's nothing. So how are you gonna continue to engage with an audience that you're not even engaging with? You just posted and you said, okay, see you later. You have to be engaging with those people still and scheduling allows you to already get the scheduling part out of the way. So now you can double down on engaging when a customer comments. You can, boom, be right there, right to reply because you've saved that time by scheduling. 
So the more posts, the better, in my opinion. And not everyone sees your posts. It's very important to remember. You will not annoy your customers. Remember how we talked about 0.03% of people see your posts with link posts or even 0.13% see your posts? Yeah, like you need to continue to post because not if you have 100 people in your group, 100 people aren't seeing your posts. Um, so continue to post throughout the day. Don't just post one and done. There also is that new feature, which is the at everyone, which means that you can at everyone in your group, which means it tags every single person in your group and says, hey, check out this post. But I want to um, basically encourage you to use it. Yes, because it's an awesome option, but sparingly, because those that get annoyed will leave. But if you're using it like every day, but those that get annoyed that you use it once a week or sparingly and leave, they didn't want to see your things in the first place. So bye bye. I don't care. See you later. Um, if they're going to get mad at you, then they are. That's I mean, it's a it's an awesome service that you can take advantage of when using it. So you should use it. Um, you want to aim for at least five posts a day if you can. If you can do 10, even better. If you can do more, even better. Again, not everyone's seeing your posts. Um, another thing I want to point out is that if you're posting, let's say this top that you think is adorable, but like nobody bought, you bought it and you're like, everyone's going to love this. No one's bought it. It might be the way that your picture is portrayed. Um, it could be that, you know, it's laying on the ground, it's wrinkled and no one really likes that. So maybe put it on a model body, maybe put it on yourself, take a selfie, maybe do a fit video with it. Change up the format of how you posted it in the first place. If your things are not getting traction, repost them a different way. Try to post the same product, but different ways. And this is when scheduling comes in handy because when I know I'm going to be scheduling this plaid t-shirt for sale, for example, I could go ahead and get it ready for the week. I could take a flat lay picture. I could put it on a model. I could go ahead and do a fit video with it and I can get those all scheduled out for the week. So that same flannel shirt, it's getting posted different times throughout the week, but different ways. So it's not, you know, the same thing over and over and over again for your um, uh, customers to see. And don't always just sell. People don't want to be sold to you all the time. Um, use engagement posts in between your sales posts. This is very, very, very important. Um, but what are engagement posts? For those of you that are like, well, I don't know what the crap engagement posts are. We're going to go into them. So engagement posts are anything that encourages your customer to like or comment. This could be a personal post about yourself. Maybe, oh man, who else gets really awkward in the drop-off line with their kid? Um, I don't like talking to all the other moms or whatever. I, who knows? A personal post about your life. Uh, polls. So you could ask them, would you buy this in red, blue, or black? Questions. Would you wear this out for date night? Um, giveaways that you could do. The next person that comments, uh, coffee gets coffee for the day, whatever it is. This or that post. Would you wear this to date night or this to date, this or that to date night? Um, games that you can play. So deal or no deal, um, zip code game. There's all sorts of stuff. And again, we talk about all that inside of Small Shop Social. So you need to put in some effort and put in some work to see your engagement come to fruition. And in order to do this, you have to test what works. I personally am constantly, and I mean constantly testing what's working. What's working today may not be working tomorrow. 
Um, as a small shop social member, we share what's working when it's working so our members can take full advantage of what's working because we know it's always changing. Let's take advantage now while this is still working. So just a few tweaks to your settings can make a huge difference in your engagement. And we go over those changes and what you need to do inside, again, of Small Shop Social. So take the time to get your schedule in order. It's important. There's two ways you can do this. You can sit down and you can write out your schedule, create your content, make your images, and then schedule out your content. Or you can let Small Shop Social suggest your schedule and create your content, and you won't have to think anymore of creative ideas or creating your own images. Small Shop Social does it for you. And Small Shop Social, for those of you that are listening, is closing tonight, October 3rd at midnight. And so if you want to be a part of it, I would highly encourage you to head over to our website. I'll also put that link in our show notes below. But if you're listening to this podcast after the fact, we have closed the doors. We will not be reopening until next year. So make sure you get on that wait list below as well. So that same link to join will turn into a wait list link. So you can uh, put your email and your phone number in so we can alert you when we reopen because you're going to definitely want to be a part of it. But I hope you enjoyed this lesson today, this podcast. I hope you learned something new. I hope you'll put those into effect and comment below. Or I obviously can't comment below because we're on a podcast. I get so used to like being in Facebook. Give me a review in the podcast and let me know, did you like this um, episode? Do you want more episodes like this? Um, What do you want to hear? I look forward to hearing back from you and I will see you next time on our episode of Small Shop Newsroom. Thanks for being here.